0: Hey, welcome to the Delayed Gratification Podcast, where we talk about building wealth through inspiration, through systems, and our guests are super amazing. Today, I got somebody special for y'all. Listen, I'm going to jump right in. Can you introduce yourself to us?
1: Absolutely. So my name is Chant. I'm the owner of Creative Multiple Commas, and what I do is help aspiring entrepreneurs add an additional stream of income with Airbnb. Airbnb. Airbnb.
0: Oh, I hear a lot of people talking about Airbnb. Mm-hmm. I got. I'm gonna check the history first. I want to see how you got here. Okay. But before we jump into that, before we figure out where chant came from, okay. What is delayed gratification to you?
1: Ooh, so delayed gratification. When I think about that, the first word that comes to my mind is discipline. Um, I can honestly say that. Delayed gratification is actually something that I've been doing since I became grown. Since I was 19, 20, I always recognize not always jumping at what you think you want because sometimes you got to wait. Sometimes you got to make sure you're ready for it. Um, so I think it's just all about having discipline, um, making sure that you can uh, invest what you need to invest or work harder to get whatever it is you really want and make sure that you can keep it and retain it.
0: I love it. I love it. So, Airbnb, how did you get started? Were you born with rental properties? I mean, let's let's start from the beginning, huh?
1: Okay, so story. Um, When I first heard about Airbnb, Mm -hmm. I had a friend, um, a very close friend. She's like a sister. She lived here, moved up north, and she rents her house out. She lives in New Jersey. And um, so she's always coming down two months, three months at a time because people rent her house out for months. So anyway, she called me up like, "Hey girl, you know Super Bowl is coming to Atlanta," and she's like, "You need to put your house on Airbnb." Your personal house? Yeah. She was like, "You need to put your house. You got a five bedroom house. You need to put that on there." And I'm like, "Girl," she was like, "Listen, it's people up here with empty apartments, and all they're din- getting is an air mattress, and they getting eight and ten thousand dollars for the weekend."
0: How long ago was this?
1: Oh, gosh. Super Bowl. It, I would say at least. So we've been in the pandemic two years. I would say at least five, six years ago okay. or something. So okay. that was when I first listed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still went totally comfortable because, like you said, that's my personal house. So I'm toying <laughs> with it. Uh, I don't know about that. My family, they okay with it, but, uh, you know.
0: Oh, you so, mean somebody else was staying there? Like y'all was staying there?
1: Yeah. Yes. She <laughs> rents out her home and gets upwards eight, ten thousand dollars 10000 a month all the time. They put all their stuff in the basement, lock it up, and she'll come down to Atlanta and stay down here with her family for like two, three months at a time.
0: And let somebody else pay the bills. hmm
1: Wow. Yep, and able to live in a whole nother state. So anyway, not to... Me personally, not too comfortable with necessarily doing it in my personal home. Mm -hmm. But then I found out about rental arbitrage. Okay. And so I said, as soon as I heard about that, I'm researching online, I'm studying. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm about to do this now. So I got a unit like within the first 30 days. What is rental arbitrage? Rental arbitrage is where you basically take somebody else's property. Mm -hmm. And it could be any kind of property. It could be a condo, a townhouse, a house, apartment. Um, and so you lease the property and then you take that property and you list it on the short-term rental platform and then you make money from it.
0: So it's really like subleasing. Yeah, basically. In a, in a sense.
1: It, if that's the way you define it, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're using from Airbnb somebody else.
0: to fill it.
1: Yep, yep. And and what most people, so we all talk about our Airbnb business, but what most people don't realize is you're really starting a short-term rental business mm-hmm. or either property management and so there are hundreds of platforms online. So Airbnb, a, yeah, Airbnb is just one of many. I
0: didn't know that.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. So Airbnb is the biggest, it's the most popular. Um, but there are so many other sites that will keep you consistently booked. So, yeah. So you just listed on different um, short-term rental sites and then you make okay. money.
0: So you started with, by arbitraging by leasing somebody else's mm-hmm. unit. That's when like,
1: I really, really started. Yes. And I'll tell you what happened. So I just grabbed apartments, and I said, let me see if this thing works. Grabbed a little apartment. It was like $1,249 a month. Um, And I furnished it. Cost me maybe like $2,500 to furnish it. And I listed it on Airbnb. Mm -hmm. Very first month out the gate, I made $3,399. My net that month was $2,005. Wow. Off of an
0: apartment. Off of an apartment. So the first month or two, you got all your money back for the furnishings and the deposits. Within
1: 45 days, I had all my my 100% return on investment back.
0: I heard arbitraging was illegal. It's not. It's not illegal?
2: Mm-mm.
1: It's not illegal. Now, I will say this. Some people are in certain cities mm-hmm. where they have ordinances in place. Okay. So that may mean you might have to get a permit. Mm-hmm. Um, they may limit how many properties you can get. Um, so there may be some kind of restrictions. Um, but personally, I've never seen where it's actually um, illegal or banned or anything like that.
0: Okay. So it's it's wording... And setting it up properly. You teach us that. You teach that, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So
1: I definitely teach in my program Um, that whichever city you're thinking about, Mm -hmm. so we we talk about how to find the profitable cities and then go to their websites and make sure that you're looking up those rules and regulations so that you don't go spend all this money and then find out that you can't do it. So
0: don't just listen to them. Mm
1: -mm, Don't just listen (laughs) to them. You need to check it out for yourself. (laughs) Let's go
0: go back to this first one. So got the first one. Mm -hmm. You got your money back within 45 days. Mm -hmm. That's crazy.
1: I made $2,000 net the first month and the second month. And so, of course, we were looking at each other like, oh, yeah, we got to go get at least five more of these.
0: Because you just take the same money, and do another one, get your money back, mm-hmm. take the same money, yep. so I take
1: the same strategy that you would do with real estate or anything else. Because that's really what I was doing. I really was about to jump, deep dive into wholesaling and fixing and flipping. Okay. And I, I was watching a guy one night, and he was like, you know the new thing now, if you want to maximize your money is not, you know, fixing and flipping or fixing it, I'm sorry, buying and holding a property and putting a long-term tenant in there. Mm -hmm. He's like, you need to turn it into a short-term rental. So you can five times your money. Mm -hmm. And so when I'm looking at that, I'm like, that makes so much sense to me. So anyway, fast forward, because the money that you can charge, let's say you get a long-term tenant, you're putting them in there for like Mm $1,500 or $1,600 a month. But with short term rental, let's just say, even if it's minimal, $100 a day, Okay. it's 30 days in a month. That's $3,000. So even if you were just only charging $100 a day.
0: That's not even, that's not, that's low. That's low. That's real. You know, low.
1: we charge more than that, but let's just say you were only charging $100, you're getting $3,000 a month. On average. Minus your expenses. Minus your expenses. Okay. So if your expenses make sense. And so that's the other thing. Like some like if you're in California or New York, people are always like, Oh, it's so high to live. Yeah, but if it's if the cost of living is higher, that means you also can charge more money per night. When somebody is coming to New York, they know that they're not going to get a, a um, hotel for $100 a night. Correct. They know they're going to have to spend $400, 500 $600 a night. Isn't that amazing? Life. Yeah. So cost of living is higher, and also the money you make is higher, too.
0: A little bit, huh? A little mm-hmm. bit. So let's go back to this. So you got the first one. <laughs> yeah. Then you started adding.
1: Started adding. So
0: when was this? How long ago was this, like, your first um,
1: one? This was just at the height of the pandemic. You mean so like when mm-hmm, when people were losing their property? I'm sorry, losing their Airbnb businesses during the pandemic. I started mine and was scaling.
0: So two years ago, three two mm-hmm. two years ago, what is 2020? <laughs> yep. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> so how were you? 2020 got my first one, got my second one.
2: Hmm.
1: By also fast forward that sprint, like a couple of months into that, All Star Weekend came. And I heard and got a couple of them for just specifically to be in place before that. Even listed the house, everything. Um, Just, I only wound up having three by that time. Just off that All-Star Weekend, I made like $9,000 in one weekend. One weekend? One weekend. Wow. So when you have big events like concerts, like Beyonce and All-Star Weekend or just whatever is coming... You can make some serious I'm gonna start moving bread. out my house.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving out. So $9,000 one weekend. One weekend. Then you went and got another one.
1: I've been getting them ever since. Um but now because so I have always been a big proponent of owning though, because That's what I, I, I own property. Yeah, because I own properties. Okay. Um, and so for me, my goal or what I always want to do is just own them. Yes. And so, especially now with Atlanta, considering putting in some restrictions, Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I just need to switch out all my arbitrage to the ones that I own because with those, I mean, I'm the boss, they're mine. So I don't have to get anybody's permission. So
0: are you still, I know you say you, you started buying, but are you still, Getting new arbitrages? Or? No. Okay. Mm-mm, Why not? Mm-mm.
1: Well, maybe. Well, let me take that back. Because I do have one that is about 50 minutes from the city. and 50 minutes? Mm-hmm. And it does really well. Um, Why? Because that particular area... Uh-huh. Um, Is definitely a very thriving area. It's right next to a major hospital. And so so this is the other thing. When you first get into business, you're going to want to, like, maximize profits and turnover a lot. Mm -hmm. But as you scale, you're going to want what I call the long-term, short-term money. Mm -hmm. So now I love the long-term guests, but I still get the short-term fee.
0: What do you mean by that? You say long-term, short-term.
1: Mm-hmm. So, like, this particular unit, I have somebody in there till the spring. So she's been in there since spring of earlier this year. So it's, it's a year? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but at the short-term price.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. So with monthlies, they're going to want a little bit of a discount. So I get a consistent, on that unit, I get a consistent $1,100 net every single month. So... You're talking about all expenses paid and then $1,100 just that. Come
0: net. home. Huh? $1,100 coming home. And
1: we never have to go clean it. We never have to do inventory. We don't have to do anything. Uh, well, I shouldn't say anything. We do have to go change out the batteries in the ring doorbell.
2: Okay.
1: Um, and the lock sometimes, like every quarter. But, yeah, we just forget about
0: it. What? Ooh, that's nice. 1100 a month. Mm-hmm. And miles. if
1: you own it, so if she's paying your mortgage, plus you're getting an extra eleven hundred dollars a month and you don't and you forget about it. Like I forget I even have it.
0: That's how much money you got. That's because you got so much money. No,
1: uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you what, can never have enough. <laughs> what made you choose that one? So you were arbitraging. Of course, you own your own, but what made you say, you know what, I'm gonna go fifty miles away? Mm-hmm. Like, what is that? And bef- bef- you know what? Give me a tip on how I pick where I'm going with Airbnb.
1: So you always want to check air DNA. That is like our go-to for everything
0: that's inside of Airbnb or that's something mm-hmm. else.
1: It's a whole separate site. So that's the cool thing. I tell everybody about Airbnb or short term rental in general, you have hundreds of companies that have created million dollar businesses mm-hmm. all around this short term rental model. Mm. And one of them is this site called AirDNA. So dog, Nancy Apple, and you can go on that site. You can actually even put in a address. It will tell you how much money you're going to make off of it. How often you're probably going to stay booked. It tells you everything you need to know about that address.
0: That's cheating. (laughs) What (laughs) do you mean? Does it cost to be on that site?
1: No. So if you want access to all of the data, Mm -hmm. yes. But I teach my students how to utilize just the free data cuz literally it gives you rental demand it gives so for example i'll give nashville is a place i've always been interested in cuz my hot. son yeah my son went to tennessee state mm-hmm. um up there like for example i know the data on this it says okay so 92% of the rentals are homes they're single family properties so it even tells you what type of property you need to get what the rental demand is it's going to give you the average nightly rate, and it also gives you the average occupancy as well.
0: Wow, you know your stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah, that's so steady. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna I'm I'm bring us up to date. So you, you, when did you start buying? What was the first one that you bought? So you got some Arbitrage Rentals, mm-hmm. right? What was the first one that you bought to put on Airbnb or short ter- as a short-term rental? So,
1: I already had properties that I own, okay. so I just listed those. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I added, um, so now I'm into buying properties, which you know you to go with this, buying properties under my LLC. Okay. Um, and so, like I recently added a duplex that is, so we're still remodeling it, but we're going to put that one on there too.
0: What, where is that duplex?
1: It's right uh, in Decatur, not far from East Lake. So it's like, right, thank you. It's right heart of the city.
0: So is it hard to put properties in your LLC? Like how is the, like if you were to say right now, because most people have an LLC, because mm-hmm. it's a popular thing to have an LLC. Right. But they're not buying real estate in the LLC. Yep. And a lot of lenders won't touch that. So mm-hmm. was that difficult for you to get financing in your LLC?
1: It was the easiest process of buying that i have ever done wow like and i have bought a property all cash before meaning we didn't have to have a bank or anything we just bought it um but the llc that was the easiest one
0: why do you say it was the easiest
1: because all i had to have was three documents i had to show them i had an llc okay i had to show them an operating agreement and i had to show them i had the proof of funds that's it Normally, they want to know everything about your firstborn child. (laughs) They want to know every if you got a large deposit on your bank statement. They want to know where that came from. You know, just all kinds. But no, it was so simple. I was shocked.
0: So do you think, you know, when people talk about their LLCs? Was it that your LLC was so strong already? Was it based on you personally? Did you have to personally sign? What made that so easy? Cause it's a lot, again, a lot of people want to go out and buy a piece of real estate with the LLC, but they're not set up properly.
1: Right. Right. So I always talk about, you do need to have your LLC structure properly. I will say in this case, they did not ask me like the bank. So I say you need to have it structured properly, just if you want to go after business funding anyway. Okay. Right. Um, so what that means by being structured properly is it not looking like a hobby, it not being your home address, mm-hmm. it not being your personal cell phone. You need to have some kind of website presence, that kind of stuff. But, um, for this particular process of buying a home, they didn't ask me a lot of details about the LLC, but one thing that you cannot get around, I tell people this all the time, y'all got to get your credit together. Your personal you, credit? Yeah. Cause you do have to have a minimum. It's not going on your personal credit yeah. as a debt. But you do have to have a minimum six fifty, I believe, in order for them to even consider you for the um Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha.
0: So so you went out, you bought this one with so this is the new duplex.
1: Yes. Uh huh.
0: When are you gonna show it to us? Um Can we do like a walkthrough?
1: Yeah, we can. I have tenants there though.
0: Oh, it's tenants already in it? Yeah. Like when you bought it? Mm-hmm. Oh, you bought a turnkey duplex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you about to put them out so you can do short term rentals? I ain't going to say you're going to put them out. When that lease ends, <laughs> let me not get you in trouble. Right. If y'all attending and you watching this, she's not going to put you out.
1: <laughs> y'all stay in place right now. Stay in okay? place. No, no, but no, no. are you going to
0: make both units? Mm-hmm. You said a duplex. Both units are going to be short-term or are you going to keep one? They're both going to be short-term. Short-term rentals.
1: Yeah, because it's, it's in a hot location, so I have to. Um just the regular rents over there for that area mm-hmm. um, are, like, minimum 2000 For how many? Size. how many
0: bedrooms, bathed? So,
1: three bedroom, one bath on one side, mm-hmm. two bedroom, one bath on the other side. And it's just so funny because I had been looking, like, Macon and just all other places, but I really wanted one, like, right in the heart of the city. And so, I, I've just been so thankful and blessed that I was able be to patient. get one. Yeah, be patient. I was patient. Yeah, got to be patient. Took months. but Took months. Mm-hmm.
0: So now you got that one. Mm-hmm. And what's next?
1: I'm going to keep getting properties. So that's the whole goal. Now, my focus now is just on acquiring um, units, minimum duplex. Okay. And just to keep adding to the portfolio.
0: And what about, like, converting old buildings? Can you convert Like I've seen smaller hotels or Mm -hmm. can you convert those and then do short term rentals in?
1: You absolutely can. Small apartment buildings, uh, like you said, converting hotels. This model, that's why, because let's let's keep it real. The ordinances are coming because the hotels are losing money. Correct. (laughs) So they're lobbying with the politicians to get, you know, to try to beat us back. But it's too late. But are they
0: really losing money? Because let me tell you what happens Mm -hmm. when... Major events are in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. We don't have enough hotels. We don't. Right, like what was it—the Georgia, Alabama game? They were saying that there was four hundred thousand people here. Mm-hmm. We don't have four hundred thousand rooms, Mm-mm. right? Mm-hmm. We don't. So they really—they probably can't even build enough.
1: Mm-hmm. So in times like that, absolutely, it's—it's it's not enough. It's going to always be a shortage. Yes. But just in general, you think about it, we are direct competition. Mm-hmm. We have been – now people are booking Airbnbs when traditionally they would have just booked a hotel room. They would not have had it as an option. Why do
0: you think that's – why? What do you get more out of Airbnb that you don't get from the hotel? Is it cheaper?
1: It's uh, Traditionally, it was cheaper. I think now they're probably running about okay. the same. But if it's a large group, it's absolutely cheaper. Okay. Because you think about it. Okay, you rent a five-bedroom house – Let's just say it's $1,000 a night. If it's seven of y'all or 10 of y'all, y'all are splitting that. Yes. You can't go get an apartment, a five-bedroom apartment, you know, with the same model where you're going to have kitchen and everything. So I feel like it's cheaper for larger groups. Mm -hmm. I definitely feel like the privacy factor, especially with COVID, and now some people don't want to be around a whole lot Mm -hmm. of people. So, you have that. It's just that it's just a, a bunch more that you can have personalized within the Airbnb. Gotcha, depending
0: gotcha. Depending
1: on which one you book.
0: So, I know you said there's other, I don't call it competition, but like other short term rental, because I know Back like homes. nurses, right? Mm-hmm. There are some things where like people are only dealing with like nurses. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you deal with or do you stick with Airbnb?
1: No, I'm on, I'm, I'm on, I, and that's what I teach too, being on multiple platforms. So Airbnb is the most popular, okay. it's the biggest, but it also um receives the most backlash. Mm. So in general, you can't just walk up to somebody and say, Hey, I want to Airbnb your house, you know, because Airbnb, the first thing people think of is, Oh, somebody's gonna have a part and tear up my house. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you totally don't even have to be on Airbnb at all. Um, like there's a site called Furnish Finder where it's specific to nurses and medical professionals and business professionals where you can list your property there and you can take direct bookings.
0: They probably made a killing during COVID. Like mm-hmm. when those traveling nurses was yes. like everywhere.
1: Yeah, so I've been on Furnace Finder just as long as I've been on Airbnb. So there are tons of sites for you to list on. Do
0: they? Do either one of them sponsor you? Like if you go going to like some sponsorships,
1: they give really good referrals. I'll say that.
0: They give good referrals. Mm-hmm. So when people are calling or looking at Furnish Finder or Airbnb, they will say, like, you are, I don't say better than somebody else, but you've had good reviews. so.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. So on Airbnb, you have something that's called super host okay. status. Okay. And once you, um, so if you're super host, they're going to dangle you at the top. Mm. So they're going to say, hey, here's our premier units. This is a super host. That means they're committed to. Uh, a five-star experience. Um, they're committed to the cleaning standard. So, yeah, they have a whole rating. They give you money for it, all kind of really? perks. hmm They market you um, more than just the regular host, so all of that.
0: How do you become a super host? Like, can I just start tomorrow and be a super host?
1: No, but I will say I've had one student get it in 30 days. Yep. So, what you do is, you one, you have to accept as many bookings as you can. Okay. So, you have to accept the bookings. You cannot cancel, like they're uh to get it the cancellation is like less than one percent what is okay. that
0: yeah. <laughs> so I mean you can't cancel. Big,
1: right so they're <laughs> big on not counseling so you can't be counseling uh, they'll even fine you for that and then you have to begin five star reviews from the guests um and let's see it's the guest rating it's not counseling and it's accepting um yeah and that's how you get it and they do it every quarter so every January 1st, April 1st, you know, that's how you get rated. Wow. Yep. What about
0: the other short-term, like the Furnish Findings? Do they have something similar to a Superhost?
1: Um, They do have ratings, but it's not the same like Airbnb. Okay. Because with that one, it's more like direct booking. So when somebody books on that particular site, they do have the functionality for you to pay mm-hmm. um, through the site. But it's more like if you were accepting like a direct booking off the platform. But what I love about Furnish Finder is they have built into it where you can do background checks. Mm -hmm. You could do leases. So they have all of that stuff there for you. So
0: with Airbnb, they don't do background checks?
1: I don't think they do. They say they do? They say they do. (laughs) 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 Well, you know what? Let me take that back, though, because now that I think about it, if you have a felony, you can't have an account.
0: Are you serious? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I've I've had hosts that had an account and it it may not even be them. It could be their spouse and they will shut the account down. Are you saying
0: if I own a property and I'm a.
1: If you list it, if you're the name on the account and you have a felony, they'll shut your account down.
0: So are we listening in our personal name or our business name?
1: We're listening in our business name if you take my program.
0: Oh, well, you got you got some trade secrets on going on. Hey,
1: because for safety reasons, you think about it. It's just it's the same reason why you don't list your home address on your LLC. Yes, you know if same thing with Airbnb, you're going to have somebody that is not going to be pleased. Correct. That's that's just a given. You can't please everybody. Um, so I had a student. It's funny. He listed in our private group. He was like, "Y'all better make sure y'all pay attention when Chant telling y'all because he put it in his name." And she got mad just because he left her a four out of five. And do you know this chick stalked him? She looked him up, uh, name, social media, all of that. So you have yeah. to be careful because you're dealing <laughs> with the public and all kind of mental instabilities, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. So so I want to hear a horror story. Have you had any, like, bad experiences with your guests uh, or any guests with Airbnb?
1: So, me personally, I haven't had any horror stories. I always knock on wood. I haven't had any. Is that
0: because you set up properties mm-hmm. from the start?
1: Yep. So, we definitely have our eyes on everything. Right. So, um, that's the one thing I teach. Like, I'm I'm not saying it can't happen to me, but I kind of don't understand how people have properties and they get tore up. Because I'm like, you l- must have literally, like, had no checks and balances. So, we have ring doorbells. Okay. We have. Um, on every property every property. Okay. Um we also have electronic locks. The electronic locks give you notifications as well mm-hmm. when people are coming in and out and who has access to the lock. Um we also have uh what's called home manager with our Wi-Fi systems. So we know how many devices are connected to the Wi-Fi at oh, wow. any given time. So for me, so I'll tell you I've had two instances where somebody had to have a par- where somebody tried to have a party and we were able to shut it down within thirty minutes because oh. we know because I, t- I teach my students all the time, if they ring doorbells, start going off, keep going off, keep going off, you better go look and see what's going on.
0: But what if they came in the back door?
1: That's why you have to have eyes in the back too. So
0: you, you can't can just have do cameras
1: front. Yeah, you can't have cameras inside the unit. Okay. Although I hear horror stories about how some people do. That. I would never do that though. Yeah, that's that. Um, they get a little, I feel they like get, that's violent. They get a little, privacy. a little freaky, like yeah, yeah. Uh, but on the front and the back, absolutely.
0: Oh wow, that's. A, and you then know, you
1: think about it. Even if you didn't have it in the back, if you got the Wi-Fi manager to tell you how many people connected, you would still know.
0: That's 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 a pretty easy way to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I never would have thought about. Thinking about listening to the amount of time that doorbell ring goes off.
1: When mm-hmm. that doorbell, I, <laughs> I posted a tick a TikTok a couple of weeks ago because I was you know sitting at the table drinking my wine and I said the door, the doorbell <laughs> kept going off and I said dang they are trying to have a party oh well gotta go shut it down.
0: <laughs> so when they do when they do that do you have to go to the property or do you call them?
1: So immediately call the uh the guests okay um and usually you can um end the party with just a simple statement um you know you're aware that parties are not allowed this also violates Airbnb policy um we are on our way with the police and everybody needs to be gone by the time we get there
0: so let's say um mm, what happens do they have to pay a different fee once you discover they were having a mm-hmm. party
1: yep so that's why uh my son is always like mom you should be glad when they break the rules because we get extra money,
2: <laughs> it's the truth.
1: <laughs> Every time they like, for example, in my units you can't smoke inside.
0: Okay, I get um, that.
1: Can't have pets any of that kind of stuff. But any time you break that rule, I get at least an extra three hundred, extra three fifty. It just depends on what the fine is.
0: How do you make them pay?
1: So with Airbnb specifically, you can. They have a whole little resolution process. Mm-hmm. So you first have to request it from the guests. And you get some guests that will just go ahead and pay you. Like I had a guy, his son, I guess, I don't know what he was doing, but his son was left unattended and just wrote pen all over one of our comforters. And I just told him, like, we're not going to be able to get that out. And he was like, just cash at me 150 If Airbnb watching, I know I'm not supposed to take cash out. <laughs> but however you want to give me the money, I'm going to take it. <laughs> um, but so you request it from the guests. Some of them will go ahead and pay. Yes. Of course, you have the knuckleheads that are going to be like, I didn't smoke in your place. Okay. So then you you have to give them 72 hours. Okay. Um, and if they don't respond, then you're able to escalate it to Airbnb. And now with their new process, a lot of times they'll just go ahead and process it. As long as you show the receipt, show the evidence. How like can you
0: the, prove I smoke, though?
1: Ashes, weed, crumbs, uh I mean, eat, empty I cigarette.
0: Eat, I eat weed that ain't how that That ain't how that work, that how they work. <laughs> <laughs> so people actually will leave the evidence and then say they and then want to dispute it
1: they will leave the evidence or they'll put it all in the trash can you know but they're gonna leave it somewhere
0: now checking the trash can
1: yeah if I walk in there and it smell like smoke or you know the cleaner is pretty much the one who letting us know Okay. then yeah mm-hmm.
0: so you so you don't clean them yourself.
1: When I started, I was, but that got old quick. Okay. Yeah, and I actually hired... So, this is the cool, other cool thing. You can charge a cleaning fee.
0: So, I pay you to stay there, and I got to pay to clean it? Absolutely. I, I don't have to do that at the hotel.
1: It All those fees they got in there, you, you paying for it. You just don't know you're <laughs> paying for it. <laughs> it just ain't called a cleaning fee. It just ain't called a cleaning fee. But, yes, you get to charge a cleaning fee, so... Starting out, we always um, so there's this site called Turnover BNB. Okay, that's where you automate your cleaning. That's
0: another site that somebody done got paid off of.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's hundreds of companies that are now million dollar companies all around this business model. So, and that's the one thing I didn't mention. Literally every aspect of this business can be automated. Mm. Now. Can you have a co-host or a manager in place to make sure all those operations are running as they should? Absolutely. So
0: hold on. hold on. You, you, you going real fast. Okay. <laughs> so we can automate every part, every part. What does that look like? Can you, can you tell us so that? So
1: I'll, I'll finish the cleaning example. Okay. So with turnover BNB, you create a free host account. Okay. You list your pro your property. It's going
2: to for free. Okay.
1: It's going to be called a project. When you list your property, you're gonna get hundreds and hundreds of beds of cleaners in your area that want to clean. Let's just say it's a one bedroom you're gonna get beds anywhere from fifty dollars all the way up to hundred and fifty dollars right. Mm-hmm. You pick your cleaning team and you can have them come out you know do do a sample cleaning for you tell you can tell them whatever you want, whatever on, that looks on. like.
0: They gonna do a sample cleaning.
1: Yeah, they'll come out and show you like what they're what they do. Like they'll come out. Like you can have them. Like say you getting ready to have a um, guest checkout or whatever. They'll come. Some of them to show you that they're good.
0: So can I list my personal house and then get somebody to come out and give me a sample once a week? <laughs> they ain't gonna do that. That don't work like that. <laughs> Mm-mm. Oh, I was... and,
1: and you know, and, and it was, it's funny you say that because the Airbnb cleaners they will not clean regular homes.
0: Oh, most
1: of them won't. Gotcha. They only clean. Yeah, Airbnb. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, because you think about it, it's not as much furniture. It's not you know, so they don't really. Yeah, they well, ain't reg-
0: got that much furniture, either, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but they refer you to somebody, but they don't do regular house. It. Most of them won't.
0: So, so they come out <laughs> bid on the jobs, or you can select somebody. You
1: can select somebody, okay. or you can. I mean, I've had to pick somebody before, and they never came out. Um, but so you pick your cleaning team. Right, I always say pick at least three to five. Okay, and so um, you sync your calendar into the and right into the site, mm. and they can see every time you have a checkout and every time you have a check in, and they can also see when it's same day. Like somebody checked out that morning, you got somebody else coming in at four. Okay. They can see all of that, and then they just assign themselves to that particular um, instance. What,
0: what if they don't show up? What happens? To so you? that's
1: why you need a team. Okay. Because of course there's always going to be emergencies. So the first person doesn't come then go to your second. So I always say select at least three to five. Okay. So you can make sure you always got a backup. Um, and then they go, they're already familiar and they have ratings too. So they have five star ratings, mm. you know, all of that. Um, and then they go, they're familiar with the platform. So like if somebody smokes, they know that they need to upload pictures and all that kind of stuff. So after they're finished, They let you know, like they hit the little clock, they upload the pictures that they're done, and then they automatically get paid through the site too.
0: So that's automating the cleaning. Mm -hmm. So now.
1: And the guests paid for it. The guests paid for
0: it.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So I'm going to back up. You said it can all be automated. Mm -hmm. So I buy it or arbitrage, whichever way. Mm -hmm. I started. What about picking out furniture? I'm horrible at picking out furniture.
1: Yep, so you have people out here that will um, furnish it for you, too, of course, for a fee. Okay. So you can either rent your furniture and have a place come in and just furnish the whole thing for you, um, and you pay a monthly fee for that. Yes. Or you can pay somebody to come in and furnish I always tell, like, I get guys, of course, I have guys in my program, they're always like, well, I don't know what to buy. I'm always like, listen... Don't reinvent the wheel. I don't care what it's HR. I don't care what it is. It's somebody. So go to other super host listings. Mm -hmm. If since you don't feel comfortable with that, look to see what they're doing. Pick about five of them, because most of the time you just like this. You need a nice picture on the wall. Mm -hmm. You need a sofa set, some end tables, and that's it. It's not like a thing you got to oversimplify, unless you want to do a theme and cater to a specific niche of people. If you're just trying to target the average, average traveler yes. that's coming to the city, you don't have to they have any special skip. They just want comfort. They want safety, comfort, and clean. That's what I always tell my students.
0: Safety, comfort, and clean. Mm-hmm. All right. So now I got somebody picked out my furniture. I got somebody that can clean it for me. What else do I need like to automate it? Because you said, I heard you say co host and I heard you say a, a few mm-hmm. things. So I got my cleaners, I got my furniture, I got my unit. Mm-hmm. What else do I need?
1: So you need to have your inventory automated because, you know, you're going to need tissue. You're going to need paper towels. You're going to need all of that. So unless you're going to buy a year at a time, you need to make sure that's coming on a regular cycle.
0: Who Um, who does that, though? Say if I'm in, I don't know, you know, we do a lot of things out of town. So mm -hmm. let's say I'm in another city. Who puts that in there for me?
1: So I drop a gem for your listeners. Uh, If you get a really good cleaner, they'll take care of all of that for you. Wow. Yeah, I I my cleaner, so I knew she was good because when I selected her, um she offered welcome baskets to the guests. That's what set her apart for me.
0: Every every guest?
1: No, it was just like the first couple of them, but I just thought it was so neat okay. that she had that, right? Um but yeah, anytime she comes and and most cleaners would do this, so make sure you check with your cleaner to, you know, they'll actually serve like your property manager. So they're going to make sure all of your stuff is organized mm-hmm. in your clo- in your stock closet. They're going to be doing the inventory to know what's low, what's needed. Um, if the guest comes, like she would walk them around, show them where stuff was, just the whole line. Wow. Um, and then also, if you want them to handle your guest messages, because you think about it, the only if you have your messages set up, because that's the other thing we'll talk about. Messages can be automated, too. OK. Or all of mine are automated. But let's just say you have those one offs, like, hey, I'm at the door, but my app is not working. A lot of the cleaners now, they offer that too. They'll handle your guest messages. It's only really on check in day and check out when they might have a question. Okay. It's not often during the stay. Um, but yeah, that that's the plug. Like, sorry, property so, managers, so, but the so cleaners great are great. Cleaning
0: person, right? Who does the towels, though? Like, if when they clean it, say if you have four different guests this week. Mm hmm. Who handles, like, the towels, the rags? So they
1: wash all that stuff while they're there. While they're turning over your unit, they're washing at the same time.
2: Okay, wow.
1: Yep. And if you don't, so I do have a unit that doesn't have a washer Mm -hmm. and dryer. She drops it to the cleaner for me. Doesn't even charge me extra for that either. Drops it to the cleaner. The cleaner charges, like, maybe $25 for, like, two bags. So it's not that bad. But, yeah, they'll wash because they're already there they don't mind washing the stuff and prepping it to get ready for the next thing. You got
0: my mind turning now. So now I got somebody can clean it, mm-hmm. keep my inventory right.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I got my furniture. Mm-hmm. What else do I need? Cause I don't really want nobody calling me. I mm-hmm. just want, I just want my account to change every month. Yep. Up, positive though. I mean, so the
1: only other thing, so you need to have your automation. So we right. talked about having the doorbell, having the lock because see with the lock, um, I tell people all the time, like, I could be sitting here talking to you. Somebody can book my unit. They've yes. had a whole conversation with my automated messages. They've already received their invitation to the lock. They've already downloaded it. They're already checked in because the lock is automated, too. It syncs. It's able to be synced in electronically with the booking request. Mm. And all of it's automated.
0: You said that they've already had conversations with your messages. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound right.
1: Uh-huh, it's funny, I'm telling you. So so, what
0: is that like? <laughs> so I, I book, mm-hmm. and, then I, and then I say I want to come in at 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Then what happens?
1: My message responds to you in a couple of minutes and says, uh, hey, um, Ramon, thank you so much for booking. I'm looking forward to your stay. You can check <laughs> in anytime at da-da-da-da-da. Yes. And here's your instructions for downloading the August lot. You use this locks for keyless entry to unlock and lock the door. It's a whole message. Wow.
0: It changes every time. Does the lock
1: Mm -hmm. combination
0: change every time on its own?
1: It knows. So it's actually, um, and I should show it to you. It's, it's, it actually is time to the date and time of the check-in and okay. the check-out, right? Gotcha. And so what it does is um, it's not a code, although I do have a keypad and we can set up a code, but it is literally an app. Mm. And what they do, so even while I'm sitting here, I can unlock any door that I have from right here just by pressing this red circle.
0: What if your phone dies?
1: That's why I have the keypads now.
0: <laughs> oh, see yeah. Yep. What if the power go out? So, you know, I'm looking at reasons uh-huh. not to do it, right? So, you okay, know how uh-huh. we do? We we always look for reasons not to oh, do yeah. it. Oh yeah.
1: And so because we got like we had somebody one time that had an old phone and one was going we say what about I got, got a flip that? phone. So, we so <laughs> we even leave a, a spare and we put that in the message too. If for some reason your phone is not compatible with the lock, there's also a spare key under the flower pot. yada, yada, yada.
0: But then you don't move it the next time cuz I might want to come move back, it. or you move it. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So that in between guests, in between guests,
1: mm-hmm. we find different little spots.
0: Who moves it? The cleaner. Oh, you got it. So the cleaner, all right. The the cleaner is critical. Mm-hmm. Seems like in this process, yes. So I got all my automations. I can change the locks. I can cleaners clean it. Then what? What's next? That's it.
1: Um, that's it. It's your guest message. Oh, your pricing. They have software for that too. So in order to maximize, because you think about it, we talked about All Star Weekend, mm-hmm. right? What if you hadn't adjusted your prices and you had left them at just two three hundred dollars a night? You would have missed out on a whole five six thousand dollars that you could have charged. Whew. So you also, if you don't want to manually adjust the prices yourself, yes. you can do the pricing software that will automatically adjust your prices for you. Too. Is
0: that inside of like on Airbnb site or is mm-hmm. that?
1: It is inside, but I don't recommend using that one unless you put a minimum threshold. Um, but there are sites, one of them is called Beyond Pricing. Okay. Another one is called Price Labs, where they'll regulate it for So they know when a big event is coming in town. They know when there's an influx of travel, and they'll regulate your pricing for you.
0: And the money just keep on coming. Mm-hmm. And you just keep buying. Mm-hmm. So this this kind of personal. We all know you got a bunch of money. <laughs> so as you continue to buy these, mm-hmm. right, you have to be disciplined enough to say, you know what? Instead of me today going to buy, this month I made nine grand. I want to go buy this bag. I seen it. a Gucci, they got a new one. It's a blue one. It's pretty. I just saw it the other day. Mm-hmm. Right? It's eighty four hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You love the bag, mm-hmm. but you decide you want to go do another Airbnb. At what point do you treat yourself?
1: That's a good question. Because me personally, I still have not spent that money on me personally. That money is specifically for getting to a place where I want to be uh, scaling and getting to that place financially before I ever take that money and buy a purse.
0: Ooh, three years from now, five years from now, where do you want to be?
1: Um, I definitely want to, one, have no more rental arbitrage properties. Okay. I think it's a great model. I, I'll tell you, I call it the rich model. Mm. So if you want to get rich, Mm. um, it's going to get you some really good money. Um, But the long-term wealth play is absolutely going to be buying. So um, definitely have subbed all of my arbitrages out for properties that I own um, that just running the way it should. Um, to be honest, I'm trying to get like you. I'm trying to have several apartment buildings somewhere, 10 to 15 or 20 I don't have, Airbnbs. I don't have no hair.
0: <laughs> I don't have no hair. See why my hair Look. fall out.
1: <laughs> I want like 20 Airbnbs in one building and just be done with it. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm cool. We're having them all over. But you get, get my drill. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just focusing on those other streams. So the reason why I'm able to... Not touch that Airbnb money is because I have other streams of income. got. You. so that that's what the pandemic taught me. You can't be relying on one stream. Mm-hmm. You have got to have multiple streams coming in if you want to survive. And so I'm focused on building up some of these other streams. um so at least five solid streams coming in.
0: What is that gonna take though over the next five years? you're gonna to have to give up something, sacrifice something. you're gonna sacrifice that bad. That that nice car, like that, you know, they got a new um
1: uh, I got my cars because so one thing uh-oh, that I've here we go, now oh yeah. we're talking. Oh yeah. So what I've learned is turning liabilities into assets, right? Mm-hmm. So I drive the vehicle that I want. I also have a two-row business.
0: Yeah, I saw you post one day. You list let me get this right now. Mm-hmm. So you can know I, I pay attention to you. <laughs> I don't want no problems. You list your cars along with your Airbnb. So you booking yes. this, you mm-hmm. need a car. It's like when I book a flight on Delta; So they always give me a choice of hotel, mm-hmm. rental car business. So you do the same thing.
1: Yes. So any, most of the time when somebody's coming to town, they need a car yes. and they need a place to stay. Yes. So we have the cars for you too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go get that money. Then. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So now not only, like you said, you have other streams. So now your units are rented out. Mm-hmm. And your cars are rented out, mm-hmm. and when they're not, you get to drive one of them.
2: Absolutely.
1: So that's how I'm able to drive the car that I want because I have other liabilities or assets, I should say. Can before. I give you one
0: though? I saw this the other day. They mm-hmm. rent bags.
1: Yes, I you saw that. You seen that? that? Mm-hmm. I this, saw this, that. This
0: one lady rented a Birkin bag for. I don't know, I guess it cost 30. Mm-hmm. She rented it for 10. But I then she that. told her friend, like she rented it for two days for 10. She was in Atlanta. Yep. Rented it for 10 grand for mm-hmm. two days, mm-hmm. right? To take some pictures and run around Atlanta. Yeah. Then her friend rented it <laughs> a month later. Mm. So the person that owns this bag mm-hmm. has a free bag that will forever make money. The person that owned that bag said that, and I know them, but they said that they have made Enough to buy ten more Birkin bags. Yep. Off that one bag.
1: Yep. We probably I, I think I seen that same post. That's yeah, crazy. I thought that was crazy. Yeah. That's no, creative too.
0: It's creative. I don't want to rent your shoes in your bag though. Me either. <laughs> me
1: either. <laughs> And like you, I really like business models where I'm able to automate them and yes. be less involved in the yes. operations. Um so if I had somebody who could probably do that for me, that would be okay. But yeah, I'm trying to automate as much as possible.
0: You mentioned co host.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What is a co host? What does that look like? What do they do? Um, because, the, I, again, for me, I want to, as I get older, mm-hmm. I want to be able to just travel and enjoy myself. Wherever my mm-hmm. kids are, I want to go pop up on them. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're at college, I want to just pop up and be sitting in their living room when they come home. Hopefully I don't get no surprises when I (laughs) pop up, right? Or I want to be somewhere in, we said we want to go to Monaco next year. Okay. I just want to be sitting somewhere enjoying life Mm -hmm. and enough, my money is coming in where I don't have any challenges. Right. What does a co-host, can they help me with that? Or is it just the automations?
1: Yeah. So the co-host is the person to fill in that gap for you. Okay. So that is where it would be 100% passive for you. Mm. That means you're not ever having to, oh, the first cleaner council so now i got to go assign the second or anything like that. The co-host would be responsible for that. And that's actually another gem I'll drop for your listeners. Um, that is actually the model, too, for somebody to break into this business for free with no money.
0: As a co-host? Yes. Is a co-host like a property manager?
1: Basically, they're like a property manager. And because, but see, the difference is with some property management companies, of course, they have everything in-house and they're taking care of everything. Mm -hmm. But you as that co-host, if you know about all the automations, you can set up all the automations for that current host, Mm -hmm. and then you just oversee that process and make sure everybody is showing up and doing what they're supposed to do.
0: How do I find a co-host, though? Like, if they they haven't done it Mm -hmm. and they're not a property manager, give me... Three important things a co-host should have when I'm looking for, because you're, you're big HR, yeah. right? Three important things that a co-host needs to so have or, or be.
1: Organization skills, mm-hmm. for sure, um, and follow-up. Customer service, follow-up, and organization. So all of the accounts that you set up to automate. So this is the thing. As big and as popular as Airbnb is, yes. you would not believe how many hosts still are meeting every single guest or responding to every single message. You know like,
0: why? Because they don't know. They haven't taken your class. That's right. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) That's why I I shut one of ours down. (laughs) Yep,
1: they still meeting every guest, responding. All of that stuff can be automated. And so what I teach my students are you could be that solution to them. They don't even know that they have a problem. Mm. But you're about to offer and really show them how they can make passive income and, like you said, go to Monaco and not even have to worry about their unit because you set up all of the automations for them and then you're overseeing to make sure they're running smoothly and you can charge anywhere from 15 to 30% just like a property management company mm. does. So for example, if somebody's making $4,000 a month, you charging 20%, 25% you're making a thousand dollars just off of managing, making sure and stuff if is you working get four properly. Of those,
0: you ain't got to go to work no more.
1: Exactly. And all you're doing is managing automated processes.
0: I got one question. One more question. Okay. (laughs) How much money do I need? Like minimum. Like I'm working hard Mm -hmm. every day. I'm taking care of the kids. We got practice. I'm paying for the games. I mean, I'm talking to most of us out here. Right. Right. How much money minimum do you think I need to get started? I'm not able to buy my property yet. So I'm going to arbitrage.
1: Okay. Um, So that's a little tricky because so me personally, I teach my students that depending on if you're a first time home buyer, I feel like it's cheaper for you to go buy a house.
0: Oh, you went deep just then.
1: Yeah. Because you know, if you're a first time home buyer, so my first property I bought, I was a first time home Mm -hmm. buyer. I didn't pay closing costs. Three and a half
0: percent down. Maybe
1: I don't even know. I remember I got up under some kind of hood incentive they had at the time I paid a hundred and fifty dollars for something <laughs> um and I remember of course I did have to pay for the appraisal yes. so that was about 325 at that time um maybe an inspection another 350 but I mean it wasn't it was right at maybe a thousand dollar it wasn't a lot
0: that's a sweet jam
1: right and so when you're rental arbitrage when you're going to rent a property um I definitely teach them to look for deals first month mm-hmm. rent free that kind of thing but they could ask you for first and last month rent. Okay. They could ask you for a deposit. Like they could ask you for all of that. So if you're a first time homebuyer, I push that heavily. Like think about it. Why go give an apartment or a condo or something fifteen, seventeen hundred, two thousand dollars a month when like that fi- same five bedroom house I'm telling you about that mortgage is a thousand dollars.
0: Oh, that's really your five bedroom house.
1: Oh yeah, it's a thousand dollars. And I have other houses where it's not, I mean, even the duplex doesn't cost or cost the same as what I'm paying for the apartments. (laughs) So that's what I'm like, me personally, I'm going to say first time home buyer. That's going to be your cheapest route. It's going to take you a little bit longer because you got the whole closing, 60 Mm -hmm. days, all of that. Um, Okay. But then specifically rental arbitrage, you need to find deals. So you need to find places where they don't want you to pay first month, last month rent. Or they're gonna excuse your deposit if you got good credit, you know. What if I just, got bad credit though, if you got bad credit, I'm gonna tell you you gonna need to get your credit fixed.
0: But I, but I, but I got bad credit, and I, I ain't buying the kids nothing for Christmas this year, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna save all that money. Mm-hmm. So I got three, four grand. Mm-hmm. Can I?
1: You can. So if you get you an LLC, a yes. properly structured LLC, and you go ahead, because believe it or not, most people don't know this, you can qualify for business credit and business funding as a new business, mm. as long as it's structured properly. Okay. So I definitely teach, use other people's money. Don't use that three dollars $4,000 that you got. Use the bank's money. Ooh. So use that money. Um, hopefully you've done your research on air DNA. So you're making profits. And I'm going to tell you this. I don't know anybody that has listed on the platform and then get at least two bookings in their first 24 hours. Because one thing that Airbnb does, if you're a new host, they're like, hey, guys, we got something new
2: for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So
1: you're already at the top of the feed. And so most people get two, three bookings their first 24 hours. So you're already going to be paying that money back that you use of the bank's money. So I always say use that money. Let the Airbnb pay the money back yes. and keep your three, four thousand dollars in your bank account.
0: You know what? When you I, first time homebuyers, but the veterans are hundred percent. Like if you're a veteran, mm-hmm. you can really use this and go make a fortune. You really can. I just thought about that hundred because they all get uh, well. Normally they get a hundred percent financing, right? Mm-hmm. Wow! Wow! So. <laughs> I can start with as little as zero if I'm organized because I can be a co-host for people. Mm-hmm. You
1: right? can. And automate and what you're doing is you're solving a problem that some of them don't even know they have. So you're telling them, you're offering to them earning passive income on their property. And here's how. I'm going to automate your operations.
0: I'm really organized. I take your course, right? Mm-hmm. I spend my last taking your course.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: 'Cause this is true story. A lot of people working nine to five, taking care of their kids, taking care of their family. Every time Mm -hmm. you get even people that make a hundred and fifty thousand a year, by the time they get to the end of the month, I think my grandmother used to say, well, the 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 month longer than the whatever they say, something about the it don't meet the ends or something, right? You know, I'm messing it up. But (laughs) but I need to do something to get out of this rat race. Even if it's an extra $800 a month Mm -hmm. because that's a lot of money. It is. $800 a month is $9,600 a year. That can change your life. It can. Uh, Over 10 years, it's Mm $96,000. Or you can do what you said. I got four grand now, I can go and invest in something. Mm -hmm. Right? I take your program, you show us all the ins and outs of this business and the program.
1: Yes, and that's why I believe in it so wholeheartedly because when I got started just being totally transparent, I just wanted to eliminate my mortgage. I just wanted to make an extra $1,000 a month because at the time I was focused on two other business models mm-hmm. that I was doing. And so I was like, I'm just going to start this Airbnb, have an extra 1000 or 1500 coming in, let that just run on its own while I focus on this other stuff. But then when it did 2000 I was like, well, hmm if I go get a couple more of these, this is easily (laughs) a $10,000 a month business. So now let me, let's focus over here, scale this a little bit more and then come back. You know what I mean? So for me, it's so many, like I wish I could have eliminated my mortgage back, you know, in my twenties or thirties or even my rent. And so for me to start with one unit and eliminate, not only my mortgage, but I eliminated my car note too. So mm-hmm. mortgage and car note with just one little old apartment. Like you can't beat that. Like you said, how many people can really benefit from that? Yeah. I know tons. I know I could have. Yeah. So yeah. So a
0: lot of people I do have to ask you paid fifteen thousand for one week. For a unit, you paid fifteen thousand. I saw you.
1: Yeah, so fifteen thousand. Yep. Okay, so we've stayed in one that was but, but, eleven thousand. wait a minute, though. And, wait a minute, though. Uh-huh. So
0: you can afford, first of all, <laughs> the fifteen thousand for one week, right? That's like that stuff Mariah Carey them do, <laughs> no, right? No, no, fifteen thousand for mm-hmm. one week. And
1: yeah. So what it is is, um, going back to the Airbnb model. Yes. When it's a large group of you, mm-hmm. so it was a large group. Okay. It was actually an R P X mastermind that we did, Um and we I think that one was Orlando. Shout and out so, to R P X. Right, and so um <laughs> for that particular one, it, it had to be like twenty some of us. We all had our own room the whole night, but it, it only how cost big
0: it. was the house?
1: It was huge. I mean it it was it was like a mansion. Um, I would say, I mean, because it had the pool. It was a $3.2 million house oh, or something okay, like okay, that. Okay, okay, I got it now. Yeah, okay, and okay. so everybody had their own bedroom, bathroom, the whole nine. But I only paid about $1,100 for the time that we were there. That's all.
0: Oh, that was sweet.
1: Yeah, but it was like maybe 20 of us, I think.
0: So you say you've paid $15,000 for one,
1: 11000 for, $11, for another. So that was a girl's trip, um, birthday, and it probably was a good 10 of us, maybe. Okay. Um, So, again, still only about $1,000. And we all had our own room, all of
0: that. You know you got my brain like...
1: And that was a $3 million property, too, in Arizona. So that's why... And I give people these numbers because I need them to know that you don't have to just go get, like, a smaller property... Don't be afraid of these big ones because, like, in Orlando, that's where the $15,000 a week one, they making a
2: killing down there. Of
0: course. There's always going to be somebody coming there. It's always going to be a group of people. Everybody take their kids. So, even, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas, a lot of people are going there for Thanksgiving and Christmas Mm -hmm. for the entire family.
1: They are. And those, minimum, and they stay booked up. Like, if you don't get it in now, you can't even get in. They're booked up for, like, 365 days at a time. You know, so think about how much money they make. You just
0: you just changed something with me today. Because <laughs> I I'm gonna be honest. You know I was. You know we talked about it before. Mm-hmm. I haven't done a lot of Airbnb short term rental stuff because I'm old school. Mm-hmm. Right? I like when that money just drops in first through the fourth. You ain't paid it. We putting you out. Yeah. Kind of. It's automated in our own way, and we've done some short term rentals. Mm-hmm. I just didn't have a great experience because it was we got to show up. Yeah. Somebody got to clean it. Somebody yeah. got to right, and so and I haven't listened to somebody like well. It had to be you for me to really listen to say, you know what? I trust her. I see she's really doing the business. This is not some kind of, you mm-hmm. know, I'm just online teaching you how to do it because I read something else. You're in it every day.
1: Yeah, yeah. So my um and and I'm gonna give you one more point, especially with as many properties as you have it makes total sense for you to also have your own cleaning company. I have my own cleaning company. Mm. So because your own cleaning team, so think about it like this. I tell people all the time, cleaners at a hotel, most of them don't even make minimum wage. I know, I heard. Right. But you're going to pay a cleaner probably $10 an hour, $15 an hour. If they take three hours, four hours, they're still making way more than Mm -hmm. what they would make at that hotel. You're charging the guest, so you're going to be able to pay that cleaner and still have money left over for inventory, because you can charge like a hundred dollar cleaning fee. If it's a house, you can charge two, three, four. We paid as much as four hundred dollars for a cleaning fee if it was a large house. Yes. So I'm saying all that to say it makes sense once you scale and have tons of property to also have your own cleaning company in house. Um, but yeah, I mean because it can be automated. Like my my 24 year old, he's about to be 25. He runs ours.
0: The cleaning side, everything. Oh, really?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's my co-host, property manager, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> he runs uh the um because we have the cleaning company. He's making sure everybody show up like they're supposed to. If he have to go clean, he doesn't mind. Um, he's ma- um, managing all of the guests, making sure everybody get where they gotta go. The tour, everything, and he's only twenty four years old.
0: He getting to it. Mm-hmm. He's getting to it. And
1: so I tell and I tell people that story because they need to know if he's 24 yes. and able to manage every aspect of the operations, because, like I said, 80, 90 percent of it is already automated anyway, then it's no reason why you can't do it.
0: Mm, Thank you. Before <laughs> we go, can you tell them where to find you? Tell them a little bit about the program, and mm-hmm. how to connect with you.
1: Yep, absolutely. So you can find me on all social media platforms at creating multiple commas. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
1: and, and my business model, although I teach Airbnb, I teach several other streams that complement Airbnb as well because it is all about adding multiple commas to your bank account. So whether that's Instagram, TikTok, or Facebook, you can find me at creating multiple commas. I offer a mentorship where I teach you how to get started in this business. doesn't matter whether you want to own rental arbitrage or do property management. I teach all of those strategies, and you figure out which one is the best for you. It's a live um, coaching session. Most people don't still do that, but I do. You're with me for four weeks. Um, And then I also have an online digital course for people who prefer, you know, a more online model.
0: (laughs) Thank you for being on. Thank you all for tuning in this has been amazing you gotta go follow this model this is life changing again thank you chant for thank being on thank you for
1: having me this was fun <laughs> all
0: right we gonna, we gonna see y'all soon
1: yeah we got i'm gonna get him on board y'all <laughs> <laughs>